everyone, and welcome to What Would My Shrink Say, a podcast where you get inside the heads of a couple psychologists and see life through their eyes. You'll never be the same. Hey, Todd. Dr. Wignall, how are you? Doing great. How you doing? Good. I varied the intro a little bit. How are you? Oh, so yeah, I'm just playing around with formal. some things. Just just playing around with some things, you know, Spont- yeah. spontaneity. Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> All right. So oh, I got a question. Today. I think this yeah. will be interesting to talk about. I got this question. Why do I get so needy? So someone asked me that. Why do I get so needy? needy. Yeah. Needy, which is an interesting <laughs> term. Um, and so part of it is what we'll have to kind of unpack. What do we actually mean by that? Um, but I thought we'd I'm, I feel a little bit conflicted about this topic because I've heard a version of this question a lot. Like it's something that, that definitely comes up um, in my role as a psychologist, but it's one of those things like, I don't personally relate very well to this. Like, I'm, I'm not sure that I've ever felt extremely needy. Um, so hmm. I wanted to ask you, like, do you, can you think of like moments in your, or times in your life where you've been through like a phase, even if it was just like a day or two where you felt extremely needy, like what, what would that be like for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unlike you. Yeah, I, I think I've had moments where I felt needy. Well, so, way. and I want you to explain because yeah. maybe I have, and I'm just not like labeling it like that, or I'm a little confused about what. This. So, like, give me an example of when you've felt needy. Well, usually when this comes up in, in conversations and in, in, in therapy, is, is um, someone who feels kind of uh, um, dependent on or, or, Kind of like they need a lot of validation reinforcement from somebody to mm. to to feel secure you know gotcha. that it, it just seems to take what they consider an inordinate amount of of um assurance i guess to feel okay yeah want, like so words that come up to me are like wanting like a, a high level of wanting to be comforted reassured um not be alone is something people or um, even just close or intimate, maybe, yep. you know, a, 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 a connection of some sort. Yeah. A more pejorative term that I hear a lot with this is clingy. Like I feel like, okay. why do I feel so clingy? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That like goes mm-hmm. along with feeling needy. Sure. Um, but, but I think you, you bring up a good point that like a lot of these things like wanting comfort or reassurance, not wanting to be alone, feeling um, a little bit dependent on somebody. I, it's probably worth pointing out, like these things aren't bad in and of themselves, right? These are kind of spectrums. Like we're all dependent on other people to some extent. Mm-hmm. No man mm-hmm. is an island, right? Like we all like and can benefit from some amount of comfort or reassurance. Mm-hmm. But like anything, a lot of these qualities, when pushed to an extreme, can become problematic. It's just uncomfortable, if nothing else. A lot of people just will say they don't like feeling that needy or clingy, um, despite the fact that they do. So. Anyway, I kind of hijacked your, um, you were going to talk about like moments when you sort of felt like that, but. <laughs> no, I think you asked me if I'd ever felt that way. Yeah, yeah, right. And right. I said, yes, I have. I don't know that I was going to tell you about. You oh, oh you're, okay. You're not going to disclose. Okay. So, <laughs> so you have. <laughs> I, that was interesting. You tried to rope me into a <laughs> um, disclosure there on air. Yeah. So, but I think, okay. So we've talked about it. We've given a little, some examples of what that kind of being feeling clean well, I think, like yeah and I, and I like what you said there that these things aren't abnormal human kind of experiences that that it's not uncommon especially at different times of our life that we might feel like we need extra you know kind of validation support reassurance whatever it is 
now that's a that's a feeling, you know, and and mm. I think how you train yourself to respond around that feeling um, is very important, and what you what meaning you make of that feeling, I think, is very important. Oh yeah, okay. So let's yeah let's kind of dive into those, but for just to kind of sum up, so neediness we've sort of defined it as this it's almost like this constellation of um not symptoms necessarily but the desire for comfort reassurance not wanting to be alone feeling a little clingy a little bit yeah, dependent for the purpose of our conversation let's bump it over into the like it, this is maybe unhealthy right but so it's it's an extreme or a, an excessive yeah level or an abnormally of, yeah. high amount of that stuff it feels unusual for you um, yeah for, for those yeah. things all bump up to this level that um, is abnormal, maybe even bordering on unhealthy or leading to problems. Yeah, or it just feels like too much of your well-being is is kind of hinged on on this thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, so, and then there's, it's probably worth pointing out too that there are, in terms of this being unhealthy or problematic, there's kind of two levels to it. There's A, people just, at least people I talk to will, will come to me and say, I don't like feeling this needy. Like I do feel needy, sure, sure. But it, yeah. something about it kind of bothers me. Like I don't like mm -hmm, feeling, or mm -hmm. I don't like the idea of me being needy. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's part of it. But then yeah. I also hear things like it's leading to problems, like external problems, right? In, in that, like my, you know, my spouse and I are fighting more, getting enough conflicts because they think I'm too needy, or because I feel too needy. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, so I think that's important. Like that distinction between. It can be a problem on the level of you just don't like the feeling you don't like or the idea of it, but then also yeah. it, it can be leading to friction or conflict or some other kind of problem in an, in another area of your life. Exactly. Yeah. Both um, unpleasant for you. And then, yeah. Yeah. So talk a little bit more about, you made this distinction between um, sort of, it's a like the feeling of neediness versus like the behaviors that result from that. So kind of elaborate on that a little bit, because I think that's a super important distinction too. Yeah, the the um, that feeling of of feeling insecure, or um, unsure, or vulnerable, um, those aren't uncommon. Um, and then and then to to feel those inside a relationship, if you create meaning from that, say that says um, this person uh, may not love me. This feeling means that this person may leave me. This per this person may. Um, not care for me if you if you or or I am unlovable or something's wrong with me and I've got to overcompensate somehow to keep this person or mm -hmm. I need their value. The the idea is even in the word neediness is you're defining it as I need this thing mm. and and you, in the fact that you're kind of reinforcing this idea that your well being is dependent on getting that reassurance I think that that meaning that you make of that feeling which is very normal sometimes inside of a relationship or in some part of your life to feel like you, um, to feel insecure or vulnerable. That's, that's okay. Yeah. To then twist that though and make meaning and say, well, this must mean that I'm not good enough to hold on mm. to the relationship or that this person may genuinely not care for me, or I'm, I'm always in jeopardy of losing them. And I must seek that reassurance to make myself yeah. feel better. There's where you start training yourself to kind of respond behaviorally in a way around that feeling that is going to be well, and I think that's, you and that's what's kind of unique about neediness is that because you, you can be insecure um, and not have it manifest as I need another person to make me feel less insecure, right? right. Some people right. do all sorts of things to assuage the feelings of insecurity, right? Sure. Whether it's drugs and alcohol or what, like whatever, there's all sorts of co ways of coping with that feeling. But neediness mm -hmm. is kind of w when confronted with that, 
set of feelings, whether it's sort of insecurity or loneliness or uncertainty, whatever, you mentioned a bunch of them. It's the, what defines neediness is that you, you take that feeling and that you in your head, the kind of rule is I must have someone else help me deal with this. Like I need someone else to make this, these feelings of insecurity or whatever go away. Right. Or I need somebody else's assurance that they love me in order to, yeah, be okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, so I think that's, that's key in terms of defining or kind of clarifying what, what is neediness exactly. But I do also think that it's, it can feel like the, the feeling and the manifestation of it, the, the expression of it, the behaviors that come from it can all kind of feel like one thing, but it, I think mm -hmm. it's really important. And this is a more general point, but I think it applies to neediness specifically that, that you want to get good at sort of separating out the feeling, like the emotion of whatever that is. Like I feel afraid because of some uncertainty, right? Or I feel sad because I'm kind of lonely or I feel whatever it is like, so the, the feeling, right. And then what I feel pulled to do about it. Right. Yeah. Ask this person, whether they really love me for the 14th time, right. Or whatever that looks like. So separating right. out the feeling versus the behavior. Right. Right. Two different kind of things. Yeah. Well, and, and the neediness might be in that meaning making part where it, again, it's normal to feel insecure or vulnerable at a time in a relationship, but um, yeah, how you behave around that becomes maybe, um, what you would classically define as needy in yeah. that way. Right. Yeah. So, but so, so what, yeah. when, when people talk about this, there, there's often this pattern where it's kind of episodic, like it neediness, like shoots up at certain times in people's lives. It's not, I mean, I'm sure there are people like this, but for most sure. people, I don't think it's that they're constantly feel super needy. It's that at certain points, it'll be like for a day or two, I'll feel, or in a certain time in my life, I'll feel really needy. So what's like, in your experience, what's going on there? Like what, what triggers these like episodes of neediness? In, oh in man, it, it could be anything, right? It could be um, uh, stress, you know, that, that other stressors, um, when that, when stress mounts, you know, those insecurities um, start showing more and, and some of these maybe needy behavior insecurities can show up more. Um, it could be certain contexts where it's like, you know, around these situations, somebody feels vulnerable and insecure, you know, when people are out in public at a, you know, certain events or whatever, you know, and so it could be that you're attending more of those events lately, or it, so it could be, could be anything, you know, that kind of would heighten stress, anxiety, or, or insecurity, or, or, or sometimes yeah. there's, um, man, sometimes, um, there's infidelity in relationships and then mm. that neediness kind of sets in, you know, and it's really tricky to, to, um, for someone not to feel like they need that kind of gotcha. security and, and validation when something like that has happened. It's, it's a really normal thing. So, yeah. yeah so I, I think that's great. Giving that kind of spectrum of there in general, anything that's especially stressful and that produces things yeah. like uncertainty or insecurity or whatever, those can be triggers for neediness. And I think that's important because it, that ought to be validating. I think a, a lot, I think a lot of people feel like, Oh, this neediness just comes out of nowhere. And so they internalize it. Like it's something about me, like my personality, I've got genes for it, like whatever that it's just, or it's totally nonsensical. Like it's just random. Like, but really, I think if you start paying attention and give yourself permission to understand that there are probably reasons why that's get, this gets triggered, yeah. I think that can be really, um, that can actually help you deal with it better by realizing that this is, you may not like it, but it's understandable that this sort of process would, would kick in. 
Yeah, I think I think that's um, half the battle right there. Yeah, <laughs> understanding <laughs> what your emotion is really signaling and what it's not. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah. Good and point. then so to kind of actually get back to this person's question, um, which was not interestingly, not, not what do I do about it? What they wanted to know was like, why does this happen? Why does it, so mm-hmm. maybe in a, in a separate episode, we can talk about like what to do about it, but let's kind of round that out by like, where does this come from? Like, why do certain people, why is this more of a problem for, why do certain people kind of default to this sort of needy neediness behavior in response to stress or insecurity or whatever? Um, like where, where does that, where would that come from? one, I would look like at your uh, relationship history, right? If there's been a uh, history of relationships that are volatile, that have ended suddenly, that um, that you felt, you know, resulted in you feeling insecure, there could be a, a part of a pattern that develops there and kind of feeling like when you get in a relationship, you've really got to hold on and you feel insecure there. Um, Man, I would say, I would say so many things. That's know? a good one. I would also say other people's relationships, so in particular, like parents. Like I, I've seen this a lot with yeah. clients, is that there's often a you had this model growing up of maybe one of your parents displayed a lot of these kind of needy behaviors. Mm-hmm. And it could have mm-hmm. been that for a while it didn't affect you at all. But then all of a sudden you're 30 and just got married and like, whoa, where's all this kicking in from? Well, it's, yeah. it's, yes, you weren't expressing that behavior, but you had this model in your head and given certain set of circumstances, that model kind of gets activated right during yeah. in, in a certain context with certain stressors. Um, yeah. so I think that that can be a one as well. Or in a relationship where, um, just a lot of the person's identity is starting to get kind of enmeshed with this other person, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. you can have a great relationship history and then all of a sudden in one relationship, there's tends to be just kind of this kind of over attachment too, you know, and this almost like, um, yeah, it's kind of the, like all your eggs in one basket phenomenon. Yeah, like if yeah, you where, yeah, where you're really just full court press from, from, from the word go. And so that's sometimes really hard. Sometimes just certain relationships can cue some of those insecure kind of vulnerable behavior feelings. Things yeah, like that. And I anything think, that you become so attached to is going to give you some vulnerability, right? That's why relationships mm-hmm. are just inherently vulnerable because you're you're kind of you're forming an attachment of sorts. Yeah, you know? and and if you're just the kind of person who is more is just very relationally focused, and again, that that's not a bad thing. It can be a very good thing in certain contexts. But like, you, then you are the type of person who is going to be more vulnerable to this particular challenge, right? Yeah, you I think, think about you, your relationships more, you focus yep. on them, you put a lot of meaning and yeah, derive a lot of meaning from them. Yep. And you're open and vulnerable to these things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Our thanks to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of What Would My Shrink Say? As therapists, Todd and I know how painful emotional struggles can be. From anxiety and low self-esteem to relationship conflict and self-doubt, painful patterns of thought and emotion are brutal to live with and tragic in how they sabotage our goals and aspirations. And while we hope this podcast is a helpful starting point, there's no substitute for working one-on-one with a professional therapist. BetterHelp is the easiest way to find a great therapist who's great for you. When you sign into their secure online platform, they'll assess your specific needs and match you up with a licensed professional therapist so you can get started in as quickly as 48 hours. And with a network of over 20,000 professional therapists, it's available to anyone worldwide. You can log into your account anytime to message your therapist or schedule weekly video or phone sessions. Visit betterhelp.com backslash what would my shrink say to get started right away. And as listeners of the show, you'll get 10% off your first month when you sign up using our link, betterhelp.com backslash what would my shrink say, which you can also find in the show notes. Once again, our thanks to BetterHelp for sponsoring the show. Hey everyone, Nick and I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. 
please rate us on iTunes if you get a chance. And if you have any feedback or comments for us, that'd be great as well. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover in the podcast, let us know in the comment section as well. Thanks. Thank you.